watching the One Piece. We are! Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the rubber boy anime called One Piece. My name's Joe. I'm the one who's seen it. And I'm joined. <laughs> like the board game? Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I, uh, I've never specified that before, but my name's Joe. I anime and i'm joined as always by jory hello jory hi it's me it's you <laughs> that's me all right i'm jory not you <laughs> good one H- how you how you feeling on this uh insert date here day we gotta we gotta we can't pull back the curtain too much as far as they're concerned we recorded this all the way back in 2016 well re- regardless of of uh when you're listening to this compared to when we're recording it sure is debate night in america (laughs) oh no anyways for a second i thought you were gonna ask how i felt about this chunk of episodes and i don't i I was like how do i feel (laughs) that's a great question um i pointed out a second ago as i was pulling up the the lovely one piece fandom wiki that we are officially in what is labeled the summit war saga and that Mm. can only be good yeah. How do you, how do you feel about that? Well, I don't think they've said Summit War yet on screen. No, I keep talking about this Fishman Island. Yeah, this Fishman Island that they're definitely going to go to right away. They're just making a quick pit stop so they can get down Absolutely. into the island. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Right around the corner. Nothing could possibly distract them from their ultimate goal of Fishman Island. But we're gonna we're gonna be talking about uh, episodes, what is it? 385 through flip, 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 flip. Uh, flipping like a mermaid tail. Uh, 385 through 392 uh, this month on the podcast. The uh, first half of the Saba Odi Archipelago arc. Hate that the word arc is inside of Archipelago. It makes it very unpleasant <laughs> to say. It has a bad mouthfeel. Not, I'd never been sure how exactly to pronounce Saba Odi, and I'm going with the dub pronunciation. Mm. Um, I it's it's we cut it in half. I picked a nice cliffhanger this time, and uh, next time we'll be uh, finishing it off with a with another cliffhanger. Oh boy! But it's 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 a nice it's a nice uh, you know two episodes to get through an arc, but it's not like going to be I think too rushed. Um, but Saba Odi, we don't get there right away, uh, no. because we start off in 385, just just sailing the uh, the old Grand Line. Also, I I guess I'll say that we we skipped some filler, um, because we didn't leave off at 384. Uh, there was some th- filler at the end of Thriller Bark that uh, I th- the filler think barks, right? Th- yeah, the filler <laughs> bark saga. I know that there's like one or two episodes that's just like. Uh, Brooke settling in, being a crewmate, like they like to do that kind of shit. Um, oh, and Foxy showed back up. There was some non-canon Foxy. <laughs> Love that man. Anyways, uh, we're returning now to the red line, or for the for the second time, because uh, we get a great visual in this episode of the globe with this big red circle that in, like wraps around it that like. It's like, oh, that's that makes sense. They got here and then they went one direction forever and now they're at that same rock again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the equator and the the other one. Fuck, what is it? 
Prime Meridian. Sure, that's it. <laughs> the last time I heard about that was like fifth grade or sixth grade. Yeah. But we get a great visual of that in this episode. Um yeah. it's actually this episode's pretty packed with like shit happening. Um, because we start off in <coughs> the Holy Land, which I forgot already how to pronounce it because I heard it in these episodes and I was like, oh, Mary I've Jo. Been saying, yeah, I've been saying it wrong. I, I think it's like Mary Joie. That's what it looks like. That's what you would fucking think. But they go, oh, it's Mary Jo. They do call it that. Yeah. I wonder if that's just in maybe maybe. Well, I was you're watching with subs. Yeah. I've been rewatching it dubbed so I can multitask and listen to it. And yeah, I think I think in the dub they've been saying Marijoie. Hmm. Or Marijoie. Marriage story. <laughs> uh anyways, uh it's it's we're talking of course about the Marines headquarters. Well, not like the headquarters, but like the Holy Land is kind of like where the top of the government is. I'm realizing now that calling it the Holy Land while it's government is weird. <laughs> but well, that's why the government has to be there. Separation of church and state doesn't exist on the in the One Piece universe, I suppose, or in the <laughs> real world if you if you think about it. But yeah. uh, we're here at Marijoie, and uh, we see Kuma talking to Sengoku. Garp's also there, actively detracting from progress, <laughs> yeah. and Sen Sengoku's just like, "How the fuck did you, Kuma, of all people, not successfully murder everyone?" And I don't even remember what his answer is. Uh, Kuma doesn't really talk. He scene. just he just gets yelled at, and then Garp's yeah, he, like, "I bought some tea. Let's go it, drink tea." Yeah, Garp's like, "I got some tea." Also, no one's gonna believe that Luffy really beat Moria anyway, so it doesn't matter. And it's like yeah. you're right. No one is going to believe that Luffy had shadows shoved into him, so he killed a a a giant devil thing, and then beat a, a giant shallot looking guy so hard that he like passed out and died basically sounds fake i mean i don't even think i don't even believe it and i saw it happen yeah i don't maybe it was it was a dream sequence <laughs> yeah I, I i like garp specifically saying like eh i know luffy he's not gonna go telling anybody that it happened it just happened he wasn't seeking out to beat up the the warlord it just happened that way i like uh the the most possible passive nepotism that garp has here like <laughs> he's like <laughs> it's honestly more trouble if we try and make a big deal out of it yeah which like they they kind of made that clear with like they're like he's not he's not dead yet and people don't know about it so let's just leave it how it is because it'll just cause more problems for everyone and make things more complicated yeah let's just ignore it but uh, Zengoku also mentions that if they're following their log pose, they will end up at the the Navy headquarters, which is interesting because later in this these chunk of episodes, we will learn that all the roads lead <laughs> to Fishman Island. So I, that seems like a yeah. weird detail because it seems like no matter what, if they follow their log pose, they're going towards the red line. Yeah. I can I can see why why they'd have like the navy headquarters on a spot along the red line because like if if what I am gathering correctly from this the new world is the second half 
or could be the second third. There could be another fucking part of the, of the Grand Line after the New World that I don't know about. They describe <laughs> it as the second half. The way the Red Line works, it would be, I don't know what, like, I don't know what rabbit they'd have to pull out of a hat to say, like, there's a third part now. I think they're just really saddling how much shit happens in the second <laughs> yep. half. But... Yeah, it, it. I think. I think the location of the red line kind of makes sense. Mainly, just like we'll later learn. This isn't really a spoiler, but we'll later learn. Also, I think I've said it on the podcast before that like the three biggest important things in the government kind of make up this triangle that they travel between on these like three yeah. specific paths. Um, uh, one of them is the is, is Marijuana, the the headquarters. I think. I think I know there's three things. I think one of them is the Holy Land. But um, the thing about the red line, I think it's just like particularly difficult for people to get to. So it becomes like, all right, cool. Can't exactly get like ambushed or fucked over here. It's like, I mean, we see in this episode, like how high the the actual like rock goes where it's like, oh, shit, I guess we're just done. (laughs) I guess we just stop here. It's like there's it's so much more menacing than reverse mountain ever was because reverse yeah. mountain was just like yeah we go up this water shoot and it's like kind of difficult Ooh, wacky and now it's like oh there's just a big fucking rock wall here fuck um but of course the log pose is pointing straight down um so they'll i guess they'll have to go under it and go to fishman island which uh yeah let's check in on the straw hats now they're they're floating along my notes point out that i'm that he's now bluefy because yep, he's, he's wearing got, a blue shirt. Yep, he's got the the blue. He's transitioned from a warm colored vest to a cool colored vest. We've seen him what mostly that mean? in red and uh, orange, but now he's he's in blue. Yeah, I like that he changes outfits. I like that everyone changes outfits. Like, yes. even people you would expect to only have one set of clothing, like Zoro, he does change a little bit. Yeah, he gets different jackets and stuff. Uh, lo- like, they all stay on brand. Like Sanji has different like undershirts and stuff. Yeah, and he's yeah he's usually wearing dress clothing. I don't think I don't know if Chopper changes his shirt that much, but I guess I don't pay attention because um, the mean, main thing about his outfit is his hat. Yeah, <laughs> he has natural clothing. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's got this new shirt. Uh, he's still wearing that br- like arm bracelet thing, that jewelry thing. Uh, for that he got in Thriller Bark. Now, I don't know if it's supposed to, but when I see that, it just, for some reason, makes my brain think of Ace. Like, I don't know about you, but it... Does he it wear... Just... I mean, he has the tattoos on his arm. I don't know if he... Does he have, like, jewelry or sh- other shit on his arm? It it, it just kind of makes me think of, like, his... I, I don't know what about it makes me think of ace just like because i know ace has kind of like a bracelet but for some reason it feels like something i would see ace wear i believe you (laughs) i think i think i'm thinking of his tattoos um that make me think yeah he has shit on his arms (laughs) but yeah i'll go with that (laughs) there's no proof to prove or disprove it but i like the (laughs) idea of luffy wanting to do something like ace (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they get to this big fucking wall. Oh, my! so my next note here... Actually, this is before they get to the wall. Uh, my note here says that they fight the boss from the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, in a, a sequence that I don't... <laughs> I, don't I don't know, really why, it know why it happens. Yeah, but it's it feels just, a little fillery. I don't know if it is. 
there's I'm I'm sure it happens in like the manga, but they're just like going along, and then Nami's like, "Oh shit, there's something going on in the water," and then suddenly Damn. it becomes all like dark and cloudy, and there's like giant water snakes, like just long things of water popping yeah, out they of get Yeah, they get attacked by, like, sentient cyclones, and it's just a, a long sequence of them all... Doing stuff. Destroying them with their attacks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it lasts a little long. I think... I think the more I watch good movies, and then I return to watching shonen anime, I'm just like, oof, my patience has deteriorated a little bit with the <laughs> progression of storytelling. I love One Piece, and I love... Most of it's long form storytelling, but I'm just like, okay, <laughs> all right, I get it. See, when when you've stopped watching almost any traditional media, and you're you're not podcast consumption at this point is YouTube content and wrestling, any sort of like setup is nice, <laughs> or just like <laughs> anything happening, because you're like, huh, this is a neat thing to see. It's just nice that things happen in the show. Yeah, I don't have the capacity to watch a television show anymore, but I can enjoy One Piece. One Piece, the peak of storytelling. <laughs> Truly. Anyways, they do that for a long fucking time. Yeah, and then then they beat it. And then they're like, hey. It's hey. the red line. <laughs> yeah, it's the red line. Remember, remember when we went through Reverse Mountain? It was stormy then, too, but now we're here. My note says that uh, Bloomberg would love it because it's a big red line. <laughs> That's a joke. Topical. Yeah, and I guess I blinked because the next thing I remember is just Brooke underwater in the in this, in this shark submerge, which is a great sequence, actually. They don't really, like, set it up. It's just Brooke, Luffy, and Robin just fucking go underwater. Just, like, chill. Great. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going down to find the way into... Fishman. Fishman Island. Yeah. But uh, basically they find out that um, they go as deep as the shark submerge can handle, and that's not even close. Uh, there's, I actually really like the the exchange with Brooke where he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like the, there's like some creaking noises, and he's like, is it supposed to do that? And Robin's like, eh, it's probably because we're uh, at the absolute limit of the water pressure that this thing can withstand. And he's like, oh, that makes sense. And after like two beats, he screams that he's going to die. <laughs> I, I but it's also, okay because he's already dead. Yep. Yeah, uh, we skipped over uh, the an important thing, which is Zoro's himbo exercise montage, where we get to see his glistening, sweaty body. Yeah, we. Well, I mean, there's a lot of those. To be to be real, I I, I can't write down every single one, but uh, thank you for for reminding me. I just I I saw that and I was like, damn, me too, Zoro. <laughs> Zoro really is like the epitome of a himbo. There's there's some extended jokes in in this chunk about him not being able to remember where he's going at any <laughs> given time. I had to pause after after one of them because it just <laughs> it killed me. It's pretty good. I like Brooks' transition from "Ah oh, fuck, I'm gonna die" to "I'm terribly sorry about this, Nami." But what kind of panties are you wearing? He's apologizing before he asks, but he still asks. He's a very considerate <laughs> creep. That's kind of his whole, like, that's the whole bit, is that he's, like, 
He's like a maybe it's because he's like ninety years old or whatever, but he's like <laughs> yeah. he's got like he's got like a lot of manners for someone who says terribly invasive things. It's <laughs> it's it's so it's one of those things like all of his like weird behavior they established. I mean we could I guess we could go the same thing, like he's just been alone, so he's lost all like social tact, but it's still like <laughs> I don't know why. It, I guess it's funny the same way that we've established with like Sanji why it's better. It's only good because they either no sell it or get mad at him for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think with Brooke right away, it's just like, well, let's extrapolate it. How would he phrase it if it was through the fucking phone or, or stupid <laughs> shit like that? Yeah, <laughs> there's actually a lot of great Brooke comedy like right in, in oh. this chunk of episodes they really they yeah. really slather it on <laughs> i almost wonder there there's some deliveries that uh the dub performance gives that makes me think like i don't remember exactly how it's delivered in in uh the original japanese but there's like a lot of deliveries in this chunk from brooke where like it's <laughs> it's like an extra layer of like get it get it get it uh that i that i like because it's like the it's like a really rushed delivery after yeah. like way too many beats <laughs> it's like do you get the joke that i'm telling you because it's like, i don't have any eyes or like shit like that yeah <laughs> and it's just like it's like already old and he's ar- the, the joke is already that he's made it too many times which is i think probably a good way to play up a dub that's like eight years <laughs> behind the yeah the uh the translation Anyways, a big fish comes out. So, yeah. so, so the sh- the shark submerge gets back up topside. Brooke does his his spiel about how he thought he was gonna die a second time. Um, I think Luffy says that it was fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then a giant fish shows up to eat them. A giant bunny, but also yes. a sea king. A sea king that is like a it's like a sea rabbit. I like that. There's no like consistency be- behind designs of sea kings. Who gives there's- a shit? They're they're just horrifying like giant aquatic beasts that are just whatever. Yeah. And whatever Luffy's whatever like, seems hey. scary at the time. <laughs> Luffy's just like, hey, now that we're uh, out of the water, I'm gonna win. And then he punches it and uh I'm gonna win. He 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 does a big old punch and a mermaid and a starfish pop out. Great. Uh a Rastafarian starfish. Yeah, uh, the mermaid lands on Sanji, and she's apologizing because he's just losing so much blood and he's gonna fucking die. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, the joke is that it's a nosebleed because it's Sanji. Yep. I might be bleeding into the next episode because that's where 385 ends, uh, 386 so the, the, is more The nosebleed the one happens uh, way late, a little bit later, when, oh, once okay. they've, uh... So, yes made their introduction but sanji is in love with uh with this mermaid i i just i love her her inflections on everything and we just immediately get through just the noises she makes there's that one twitter account that's been getting a lot of followers it's like inhuman anime girl noises i feel like she oh, does God. a lot of those where there's a- any sort of like slight surprise she's just like hey! like it's yeah so there's a lot, of, a lot of those which yeah, that's yeah. I was like, what? What? I was like, I don't remember her voice being that uh, weird in the dub, but she does make a lot of those voices still. <laughs> I, I decided to do a very important search, and uh, she is in fact sixteen at this point. <laughs> okay, her name is Kami. Yeah, she's a mermaid friend. 
She is a mermaid. And her her pet and also mentor, which uh, there's there's a joke in there for sure. I don't know what it is, but there is a joke <laughs> in there. But uh, the spelling of this is interesting because the dub pronounces it Papagoo. Yeah, that's how it was being pronounced. But it's spelled like Papag. But I will, of course, be saying Papagoo. He is an orange little starfish man with a... With a Rastafarian hat on, I'm Rasta Cap is what the uh, the wiki is telling me that's called, <laughs> and he looks like a character out of Boba Bo. <laughs> he sure does. I, I, I was like, I don't like this starfish man very much, and then I was, I, I love the fact. Well, the whole that... joke is that nobody seems to give a shit about him. <laughs> exactly, is that he's just kind of there, and then everyone just ignores him. <laughs> Yeah, he gives a lot of monologues that um aren't uh listened to by anyone. He we're uh, we're we're very quickly introduced to the fact that uh Kami is uh she's not she's not too bright. She's pretty airheaded. She's been yeah. uh eaten by that was like her twentieth time being eaten by a sea king. Yep. And then she's like, "Hey, well, I'll thank you with some uh taki- takiyaki." And then she said, for 500 berries per person. The dub, yeah, the dub calls them uh, octopus fritters. Oh. <laughs> um, don't know why. Interesting choice. Uh, yeah. The, the four kids uh, version, she would have offered them hamburgers or um, jelly donuts. Hmm. I'm trying, well, maybe donut, like donut holes, since they are like round when we see them. Mm. Who, who could say? But, cake uh, pops. Cake, yes. Yes. <laughs> Papagoo is 31. <laughs> oh, no. I hate, I hate that. He is explained to be a fashion designer. Kami is, like, learning fashion from him. I don't know if we've seen any of his designs yet. It's it's called Criminal, but we'll, all the shirts say Crimin with a little yeah, want, star on them. I want her Crimin shirt. That's like... Yeah. It might be a thing that we... I can't remember if we've seen it. Yeah, it might be a thing that is just very popular. Like Oda draws the logo a lot after now. I feel like I've seen it rewatching it for the show though, um, once or twice, which is a a nice detail. Because I well, think there's a whole page for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a brand. Um, they're a they're a fun little duo. Yeah, yeah. So they talk a lot about themselves and and being eaten. Uh, there's a lot of there's just a lot of like slapsticky jokes that aren't really progressing the plot for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. San- Sanji uh says this is the first time he's seen a mermaid and then they're like, "No, we saw Kokoro." And he's like, "Well, when you bring that up, Thriller Bark wasn't scary at all." Haha. Uh-huh. He's an old woman mermaid. I like Luffy uh, asks if she poops. <laughs> yeah. And Sanji's reaction, I don't I wish it wasn't in in the Girls don't poop, or I don't want to think about girls doing that thing. But that's they don't. probably what it's supposed to be. <laughs> why? Don't. Why do you think I'm trans? <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret. Oh, that's uh... anyways. No, I yeah. It, it is. It's 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 a very weird joke that I'm. It's funny that Luffy asks every non-human yeah, that he meets, I, it's "Do like, you poop?" But it's also, like, on another thing is, like, that's one of the things, you, you, like, kind of like when uh, Sanji was being, like, all gushy over it 
and stuff. And I, I think Robin or Nami or one of them was like, but they're half fish. Like, getting, like, not specifically saying, of course, what Sanji wants to do, but, like, that's a big thing that comes up when people talk about how hot mermaids are. It's like, do you think part of it, they're fish? <laughs> like, how do you, I wonder if how Sanji would feel about the film The Lighthouse. <laughs> I feel like it would, it would, it would, it would, I think, I think he'd be a fan of it. Anyways, yeah, Sanji interrupts and kicks him. And I don't, I don't think she answers. Hmm. No. I, uh, she was about to, and she's like, well, actually. <laughs> Sanji I also refuses like, the information. Brooke goes to ask her a question. As soon as I see her, it's like, well, she's, she Where doesn't have a lower go, half. Brooke? She can't, he can't ask her, like, the status of her underwear. And uh, he just asks her for money for whatever <laughs> fucking reason. <laughs> That's a very good subversion, I think, of that, that like, setup. Because we know that Brooke asks every woman. Um, and I'm glad that he doesn't ask. Granted, she's a mermaid. And the joke is that she doesn't have underwear on. But it is weird yeah. that she's also, like, I think the first underage girl that's been around as much. Other than, like, fucking Gonbi or whatever. I was say, I feel like, isn't Nami, like, Chimney. 17 around this? Yeah, I don't remember. I could have, for some reason, I had it in my head that she was 18 for the sake. I could be wrong. It, pro- it could be one of the things where it's in the dub she is. Let's see here. What's the... What's that would be say? strange. What if the wiki was like, oh, oh yeah, in no, the she dub... Is 18. They, oh, okay. I, for some reason, I thought that, like, yeah, like, there's a lot of characters that are teenagers, but, like, all the important women that are regularly sexualized are at least 18. And I think <laughs> Amy is the first exception. Granted, I don't think she really is in these episodes, but I think uh, maybe as as... As as much as a One Piece character with titties cannot be <laughs> sexualized, I, I think that she's somewhere near the safer end of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they get along great. <laughs> Eventually, I does it, I think it's a call on the snail phone is what m- moves the scene along. I think it's Kami that gets a call, or maybe she calls someone else because it, it's. It's the Takayaki that they're oh, trying yeah. to get she, for Luffy. She first, yeah, she first uh, brings up that they have to save uh, Hachin, whoever that might be. Yeah, it's a weird nickname. Yeah, it is. Um, who he he helps her cook Takayaki, so that's how they're going to be able to get some to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she calls him on her transponder snail. That's it. And uh, it's the bad guys that answer, not. Not her, her oh, friend. No. Her mysterious friend. Her mysterious friend that we don't know at all for sure uh, has been kidnapped. Uh, she, I, do they say that he's a fish man? Like, I don't remember. Uh, but I'm not sure if they said so, but I, I figured it was implied because she's also a. I assume mermaids are unless they unless like. I don't. I just realized that I don't know if they've ever established a fish man is just referring kind of like human, but fish man, or if it's because they're all men who are also fish and mermaids are the women. I I don't know. I'm. I I think <laughs> I I could be wrong, but I do think it is that binary. Uh, hmm. in 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 the the fish races. Uh, I can't on the top of my head think of well. Oh, I guess I guess Merfolk is different 
because I'm looking at the wiki page for Fishman, the species, and there are some some examples where it's like, oh, Fishman can have children with merfolk, and um, mm. the, here's a yeah, merman son and a uh, female Fishman, uh, which is a sentence, but um, yeah, <laughs> okay. I that, that makes the, the um... thing is I d- I could not remember these examples. These are non named <laughs> like uh, background characters. But I think primarily every mermaid that matters to the plot, or, or merfolk that matters to the plot, is going to be a woman. And uh, that makes sense. I think primarily every important fishman character is a man. Um, I'm that looking makes, at uh, this. Kokoro and uh, Tom's relationship make a little bit more sense there, just like in universe. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at this page of like named uh, fishman characters, and I. There only one of these, uh, I think, is a woman, and I don't remember her, but her name is Octopaco. She's cute. I like her. This is my new favorite One Piece character. <laughs> Need me a girl with eight arms. There's also a bunch of non-canon fishman pirates, and these are like... The smallest resolution images I've ever seen. What fucking... Is this from a shitty video game? (laughs) Yes. What is this? One Piece Big Secret Treasure of the Seven Phantom Islands. An RPG for Game Boy Advance. (laughs) I know what our new Patreon series is gonna be. Are we gonna do a Let's Play? I guess so. Released November (laughs) 15th, 2002. That's my mom's birthday. That's my brother's birthday. I think I knew that. I don't remember. (laughs) This is... I gotta play this shitty game. Uh, Some other time. Because there's fish women in it. Hmm. Although, from the sprite, she kind of just looks like a mermaid. (laughs) This really tiny sprite, I think, has legs. I'm gonna send it to you. (laughs) Oh, wow. The image that showed up in the preview has, like the RPG character faces, and I love that Usopp is dead, and when a character dies, it just becomes like a, a blue to negative, a negative yeah. image. Anyways, we've we've completely lost the plot. I guess I guess it's not as as uh extremely gendered as I thought, but it is primarily demonstrated as such. Uh anyways, so, yes. Back to the podcast. Luffy found the one piece. Yeah, Luffy found the one piece. They have their friend who's going to help them make the the takoyaki, but when she calls their friend, uh, someone else picks up. Their name is Macro, and they're a mean man, uh, and they kidnapped their friend Hat- Hatchin. It's just, it's just not a bad time. They said that they teamed up with the Flying Fish Riders. Whatever that means. Yeah, and you can hear... Yeah, who gives a shit? Uh, you'll figure it out later. And um, you hear... The fishman friend voice on the on the snail being like, "Don't come save me! It's a trap." I don't think he gets to say it's a trap this time, but it's he doesn't want her to do it, and then she of course is gonna do it. And there's probably some details I'm forgetting, but Luffy essentially is like, "Yeah, I'll help you because there's takoyaki yeah. involved." Everyone is like, "Hey, we can help you." There is a moment where Nami's like, "Is that? Do I know that name?" Yeah, she does like kind of recognize the voice. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's some shots, but it's kind of like, nah, couldn't be. Couldn't be. 
but yeah, so they're gonna go do that because they'll uh, show them the way to Fishman Island. Yeah, that's a good, uh, good, good way to help out. And uh, they say that the riders hideout, that the flying fish riders hideout is. It says it's in Saba Odi, but that's not where they go. So maybe they go to the the macro hideout or some shit. I don't know because it's, it's like, like south of Saba Odi. Yeah, it's like part of the like archipelago. Like, I I I used to know some of these terms because I played a whole lot of Puzzle Pirates, mm-hmm. uh, which uses a lot of nautical terms. So I think it's just part of the like grouping of islands. I think I don't know. It's just it's an island that's uh there. Sort of? Yeah. It's not even really an island, I think, they established. For both Sabadi and the and this, like, chunk, this, like, place they go to, which is just a bunch of structures in the water. Just built on the water, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, like, south of the actual archipelago, which is weird. They, uh, they get some fish to guide them because Kami can talk to fish, which is cool. But yeah, then they just kind of go, I think. Do you think Chopper can talk to fish, or he's only stuck talking to things that are above water? Good question. I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know if he's ever tried to talk to a fish. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine most situations where he'd be able to, he'd also be about to die. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if it was just, if, if Chopper was just an animal, yes, but because it's a devil fruit, no. That would like they they lost their ability to swim and talk to fish. <laughs> That'd be fucked up, Coke. Cause like I don't know, do reindeer eat fish? Would it be fucked up if he could hear their thoughts or understand their speech before he <laughs> ate the fruit? I uh I feel like uh reindeer are pretty herbivore-ish. I have no fucking clue. I'm gonna let's get Santa Claus on the podcast. <laughs> what do reindeer eat? <laughs> Cotton candy. There's a fish here. Oh. They mainly eat lichens in winter, which is like a moss. They also, on occasion, will feed on lemmings, arctic char, and bird eggs. Based on Science Daily. Sounds like a good source. So it seems like they mainly eat grass and and mossy things, but every now and then they nibble on a lemming or two as a treat. Or just a strange fruit that turns them into a person. Yeah, well, there's only one of those. <laughs> and he had a blue nose anyway, so. That's true. Uh, anyways, they, they're they led by the fish. The fish form a big arrow. Very easy to follow. And we see that Macro is reporting to the leader of the Flying Fish Riders, whose name is Duval. Yeah. He is wearing a mask. For reasons. I don't know what, I don't remember what he sounds like in the original, but holy shit, is his English dub the greatest thing ever. Oh. This is maybe the best, the best circumstance of, basically what I'll say now is just like, I think the voice actor was told to just fucking do whatever they wanted to do, because the plot is that when he gets angry, he slips into an entirely different voice. (laughs) Um, so, like, he just kind of sounds like a, a man, just an angry man. But the angrier he gets, he starts to sound like a southern man. It's it's so fucking funny. And <laughs> he's just such a pathetic character, we'll, we'll learn soon. But just, yeah, please do, your, like, please look up Duval's dub voice if you ever get a chance. 
dear listener, or, or maybe you already watched the dub, I don't know, but just fucking love Duvall's dub voice. Um, because there's no, there's just no consistency to it, and it's one of the few times I can think of like that completely landing for me. Like it's, <laughs> it just works. Um, anyways, getting ahead of myself with Duvall, he, he, they wanna, they wanna kidnap Kami because mermaids are worth a lot in the slave trade i know i've jumped from funny silly voice man <laughs> to slave traders but yeah, that's one it, piece uh, yeah this is i think this is the first time slavery is really brought up in one piece they might have said something briefly about yeah, it, it won't with be Fishman. the last yeah they uh it turns out this is a this is gonna be a bigger bigger part of this whole thing i think than just this little setup mini arc thing they have here with duval but yeah, there's a there's slave trade and like human trafficking, and of course, un- unsurprisingly, mermaids are worth a lot of money because people Can't are weird it. and awful. People are weird and awful. Uh, so yeah, they they kidnapped this octopus fish man to lure his mermaid friend in. I don't know. It says here that they leave on their planes, which is a weird way to say flying fish, <laughs> because they yeah. all have fish who can fly, and for some reason the fish have, like, cockpits. Not on top of them. They're not saddles. They are built into the fucking fish. <laughs> yeah! They're just, uh, they're like motorcycles. Yes, yeah. They're they're a biker gang, but there are they the bikes are fishes who can fly. Um, and go underwater. We'll see later. But, um, yeah, they go and, I mean, they go and fight. Luffy, there's there's a conversation before that where they talk about like they talk about the 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 human trafficking or trafficking in general because it's also the, the fishmen are are also valuable slaves. Let me mm. go to what the the One Piece wiki page for slavery is like. Oh no, that's a that's a phrase that uh... One Piece dot fandom dot com slash wiki slash slavery. It's a term for owning, for the act of owning another person against their will. Yeah, and there's a list here of characters who have been slaves. Nico Robbins on here. Some non-canon characters. Some characters we'll meet later. Anyways, and uh, of course they there's a there's a there's a part of this uh, article that um, explains the uh, the average going price for different species because uh, fishmen. Are, humans are at the bottom of the uh, of the value, but then you get up to like fishmen being a million, giants fifty, um, merfolk. God, it's 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 pretty rough too. Like male male giants are fifty million, females are only ten, but merfolk female are seventy million, and male are only one, and then parted female is is ten. So once they get so old that they have legs. The fucking, the market value shoots down. Weird that it says here that Devil Fruit users don't add any value. Hmm. You'd think it would. Luffy's first bounty was, uh, 30 million. So. Was it? I thought he had a 1 million first. I could be wrong. There's also some other species here we haven't met yet. Oh. One, well, I mean, one of them we'll meet today. (laughs) Anyways. Enough with the slavery. It certainly won't be going anywhere anytime soon. But they basically, yeah, the the straw hats learn about that and kind of learn that um, these these flying fish riders and the macro gang that that's their whole deal is they 
that that that's their money is is kidnapping people and and selling them and uh pirates like so many people come to the archipelago because this is like an end point on the grand line so it's a prime place for for that to happen to to any pirate crews and i think sometimes higher bounty pirates will have higher uh i don't know higher uh sale prices more equivalent to their bounties i could be wrong about that but anyway zoro is here now he he finally finished fucking his getting his gains up and uh when he hears the name hachi about the octopus he's like oh that reminds me of that idiot man i fought in arlong park couldn't possibly be him and then sanji's like yeah <laughs> what a dog shit man if that's him i won't save him and this just goes on for a while meanwhile I think we already know it is, in fact, him. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they, they, like, show a glimpse of him, it's like, I recognize that guy. He's a pretty memorable head. Yeah. You see it, like, that's the thing. They try and, like, put him in the Not shadows even, like, his when head. they first you see show his, like, him. But, like, his body, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I remember him. Yeah, his hair is is is, is him. He's, he's, it's him. Um, and it's also not that subtle that it's him either they don't really try and hide it but yeah so they're talking about the fish riders this this guy named duval is looking for someone specific and checks every ship and uh then this is a scene that i i wrote down a note for because when they're heading out luffy's like hey it'll all be okay i'm gonna save the takiyaki guy so i can eat and uh brooke starts playing a song to cheer everyone up and there's just like I know that like Binks booze is just his song, but it's there is a part of me that's like I'll lift the mood by playing the song that I died playing with all of my <laughs> friends when they died. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think the whole point of Thriller Bark is that he's replacing that bad memory with the good one of playing it with all the Straw Hats, but it is still a little like yeah, <laughs> ah, it's pretty recently I learned that you know <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a rough time. Yeah. But oh no, the oh no! <laughs> some some biker guys on fish attack, <laughs> and then they uh they they fight them back. <laughs> like, yeah, it's they don't fight really long either. Like they 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 say something about how they can only be in air for five minutes. Yes, it's like the Evangelion batteries, <laughs> just like that, and. Basically, yeah, I think they report that it's the Straw Hats, and after that, Duval is like, ah, oh, shit, come back home. This is a whole new deal. And the cliffhanger of this episode is we learn that Duval is going to get revenge on one of the Straw Hats because that's the man who ruined his life. And, and it's like, it's, it's like, oh, shit, what, what character backstory are we going to get? What do we not know about a Straw Hat? See, I... That... If my my mind went in a completely different direction. I saw there's an octopus guy who he sure he sure has some similarities to an octopus man we saw 350 episodes ago. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be someone coming back. Like it's it's gonna be an old but, bad guy I mean, that we, we can't don't know remember. The voice though, right? That's the thing. It's gonna be a character that's been so long you don't remember the voice. Who did? Or did you actually like? Where was your mind before? At first, I saw the like metal thing, jaw thing. I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Morgan." Ooh, Morgan. Oh wait, Morgan. no, he doesn't have an axe for a hand. That rules it out. 
That's in the name. It has to have the, the axe yeah. hand. And, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff. I was imagining it's going to be, like, a tertiary character. Like, I immediately knew it was going to be, like, a gag type thing. It's going to be, especially with, like, Luffy, how he just doesn't remember people. Like, mm-hmm. he, he, we, we see that he, he can't even remember, remember Arlong off the top of his head. Uh, <laughs> so I thought it was going to be a gag of, like, maybe it was, like, a crew member from that. Or, like, Don Krieg, maybe, or some, something like that. Ooh. Which they do, they do, there's something that they do allude that it, that my brain's like, oh, fuck, maybe it is Don Krieg, but it's not. Oh yeah, they do make a joke later um about oh shit, they it's it's the Barati, but I they pronounced it weird and I was like, "Oh shit, has it been that this whole time?" But now I don't remember what Nami says. I think she just like says it as if it's a French word. But I couldn't I just, it's not in my brain. Anyways, uh the next episode is 387 when I mean that it it continues. Uh Hachin Hachan are octopus friend man who was in Arlong's crew he was a swordsman he fought Zoro was a I I mean I'm I'm almost hesitant to call him a very bad man because I don't think he did anything he was just he was just with an awful like it was just he was certainly not the worst person there (laughs) if I remember correctly and I might not so if, if you can correct me here I'm like pretty sure that it was he was one that Luffy like vaguely befriended before the big confrontation. I don't remember that. I don't not remember, I remember it. I remember it I was a fish it. man that Luffy was like friendly with, and then I don't they they that. met up in, at the like con- conflict battle part of the arc, and they're like, "Oh shit!" I don't remember that. It could be. I remember him as kind of like more of a comedic relief like not too serious member of the Arlong crew but I it's been so long okay no it was Zoro okay yeah, Zoro so fought him Zoro was a guest Hachan escorted him to Kokuyasi to find Arlong okay so I knew I knew he helped out someone that makes sense but like by accident <laughs> yeah so like I, I like that choice to have him pop up here because they have a they have contention due to a thing in the past, but also they, they did kind of establish that he's not like, he's still he still, like, helped Arlong do fucked up things, but like, he, yes, yeah. he wasn't just like a monster to every little thing he encountered, like we could assume yeah. Arlong probably was. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like he was really just along for the ride, um, and we'll learn I mean, later that he he, he put it all behind him. Um, <laughs> he, he, he feels bad. He, yeah, feels bad, man. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he overhears from the writers that the Straw Hats are coming, and he's like, oh, fuck, of all the, of all the people, <laughs> of all the people who could have like, oh, helped Kami. They're not going to want to help me. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, I mean, then they get there. That's, that's, I think that's it, like, yeah. The Straw Hats show up, they're like, hey, no one's here. Like, surely this isn't an ambush or anything. <laughs> Kami's like, oh, this will be easy. And then everyone's like, what are you, stupid? <laughs> this is so clearly an ambush. And they go like, the, ah, I never would have guessed! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Her and Papaku both. 
But yeah, Hachun sees him coming, covers himself in ink so that they won't recognize him right away, but they do anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? Is it is it Luffy that asks the question to trick him, or is it someone else? Because uh... someone asks him, like, hey, there's only one way to know if that's who we think it is, and someone yells out, hey, how's Arlong doing? <laughs> and And he just, without missing a beat, responds like oh he and all the other pirates got captured and put away and impelled down but i got away and i turned over a new leaf i'm a good guy now i make takiyaki with my best friend kami oh shit i told them too much <laughs> even though he's still covered in ink so yep. <laughs> but yeah there's there's some hubbub about him they ultimately like it is nami who decides because they're like Luffy's like no we won't help him Sanji doesn't want to Zoro doesn't want to but Nami like thinks about it and decides no we should because I think like too like I think there's a part where like we do see him like oh I think they're all right I think I mixed up because I think they decide not to do it Kami jumps in to help him anyway gets immediately captured in the water and I think it's watching Hachan try and break out and scream that he wants to save Kami. I think that's when Nami's like, ah, we should help. Yeah. Like, that. that's a moment where she, like, decides, yeah, it's been a minute. He seems like he actually is trying to be a decent person now. He's friends with this person that we've been with for ten minutes. <laughs> I, I really like that they that they actually, like, they're like, hey, it's mostly up to Nami if if we're gonna help help him out. Like, yeah, she they, has they actually, complete power. Yeah, and they actually like address the situation instead of like it, it. We we do somewhat see it in One Piece with like Frankie and stuff, where like what you did was fucked up, and then they like make amends. But mm-hmm. even 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 with like Frankie, they like establish like making amends and everything, and like their their contention. It's it's not like uh. I think the best example, like dumb shonen example I can think of, is Jonathan Joestar and Speedwagon. Jonathan just like fights all the gang members, and Speedwagon's like, "Oh fuck, you're cool. Let's be best friends forever." You're, yeah, you 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 were such a badass that I've decided to be a good man. Yeah. Speedwagon turns that leaf over so quick. So like they're, they're they're like actually addressing the situation instead of showing an oh he's a good guy now he's on our team yeah it does still go like kind of quickly for a show that has yeah eight hundred episodes nine hundred episodes but like and I think in the grand scheme of things like I do think the beats are there yeah where it's like <laughs> and at minimum he can't ch- cause trouble for them now they're so much more powerful Nami could probably defeat him now yeah by herself with her with her climb attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. He's like, I don't think you would fight him anyway. But uh, yeah, still, yeah, I think I think they're they're certainly far like they beat him the first time, and they're even uh, farther above that level now. And if he actually, and that's the thing. I think part of it that he's not with Arlong anymore. He was like, no, they're gone, and I put that behind me. I don't want to be the the type of pirates that they were, or pirate at all. He's just a just a humble takiyaki salesman. Anyways. They do a bunch of fighting. I don't think they save him right away. I think it's... I, I know that Zoro is the one who cuts his cage open at some point. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty late after... um, the, I, I think it's in the next episode, even. 
Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think eighty like three eighty seven. I think is primarily just that conversation. I think there's some. Is there some flashbacks in it? So I'm like, how does oh. this fill thirty minutes? <laughs> there's like a lot of talking and like gags with them with like uh and like them saving them from the uh other pirates which mm. well, the the macro crew which who are uh oh yeah the and opposite then the, flying of the fish micro rig. crew <laughs> yeah that that they're just like dumb fishmen i hate the look of all of them uh, <laughs> specifically the one let me see if i can find which one i hate the most it's the one with the fucked up eyes i hate him <laughs> It's like the pop out oh, is, eyes. Is, that the, is it the one that like yeah, that's the one that like is written as an idiot. Like he responds yeah. to everything like a beat too late and like yeah. has no ability to like lie for his better like judgment. <laughs> yeah, just complete bottom of the barrel comic relief. <laughs> Fuck him. But yeah. That yeah, so that that episode ends with them deciding to help. My first note for the next episode, three eighty eight, says everyone drowns. But it's fine. That's so, uh, that's that's towards the end. <laughs> is it? Did I just? I might have just had nothing to write down for the first half. Because I think I I what I think what I'm referring to is Luffy falling in the water and then Chopper and Brooke both going after him. Yeah, like they basically like they fight the bad guys off, and then that happens. <laughs> like. It's a little bit more in the middle, I feel. Like mm. it's not it's not an immediate thing, like they actually have a little bit of action. And there is fighting, you know, like, yes. In in the classic fashion, we're gonna spend the next three hours talking about the, the this fighting. It's all we care about. And you boobs. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> boobs are evil, but punches are good. <laughs> I need a shirt that says that. <laughs> that's that's like out that's a good shirt to see uh that like uh, what what it it being like the the big font it being like the Vegeta Badman shirt yes. font. Yes. Well, no, because I was that, it, but it would be on the front still because I think the back of the shirt should say yeah. "My wife left me." <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the Badman font for sure. Yeah, they do a lot of fighting. Luffy, Luffy, like gets on one of the uh the giant fishes in the sky and like. <laughs> rides it around for a little bit when yeah, he's does just around <laughs> it take i think it's near the end of the episode or maybe even the next one but at some point uh brooke shows off a nice new move yeah it's a it's during um it's really the only thing i can really remember from the fight being interesting or worth saying yeah it's like it's it's a, i think it's like after luffy drowned and it's funny that chopper yeah. and brooke are the ones that uh <laughs> very dive good in bit. after them yeah they like duval orders them it's a zero fight is what he orders which is then they oh, start like yes. diving in for the ship which uh that's uh i i was i don't i don't know about how like education about world war ii works in japan i have heard in like germany and stuff that a lot of big things to teach about is like Nazi powers were bad. The Axis powers were bad. What we did was fucked up. Let's not. Let's make sure that doesn't happen. But I, I never hear anything about how Japan does. So it was a little bit surprised that they, that Odo would directly reference like, the strategies of, World War Two Japanese pilots and just suicide diving their their planes into U.S. ships. 
yeah i don't know <laughs> it happens but it, yeah it was it was like it's like an interesting i don't know if it's like a taboo thing in their culture like i i think i have no i know idea. in like german media it's like super taboo to mention any sort of like nazism which mm-hmm. is why like in wolfenstein games they're they don't have the swastikas they have like the usual replacement for it which is like the bird iron eagle mm. that they have so yeah i guess that's an interesting idea like i mean this is mid 2000s also they're fish yeah but I, but I, it does, is the phrase zero fight specifically a reference or is it just the flying in in general that, that i'm not sure either because i know that's what like the the planes that they'd use the japanese would use were called zeros and then they'd mm. like dive in so maybe yeah um i, do... I like the way they combat it <laughs> Yes, I also like. I'm I'm reading this here that I forgot about, but Duval says that he will pay for the medical fees. So maybe that's like, maybe that's them like toning it down. Like, you will survive, and I will reimburse you for the hospital costs. I mean, I I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure One Piece. I don't think we've seen anyone die yet. Like specifically, cold heartedly die. And I'm sure when they use it, it's like in uh. A good comparison is Yakuza, how, like, in just regular battles, he'll shoot people in the face 12 times with a gun, and then they'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, we'll never mess with you again. But if it's, like, important for the story, it still has dramatic effect when it happens, and I can imagine that's how it works with One Piece, and I'm terrified. Um, but <laughs> later, <laughs> later in this in this chunk of episodes, we see someone with a battle royal fucking exploding collar explode on them, and, and they're he fine. Well, he seems to die he seems like cl- but he they, survives they the explosion i think they, they have lines of dialogue that say he's just like heavily weakened and hurt but he's not yeah. dead we'll get to it so. uh, we'll, we'll save my thoughts for that when we get there but yes good 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 uh comparison between the two anyways yeah brooke he plays a lullaby song yes brooke plays I, I was his like, ha- violin with his sword that's really fucking cool I love that, and that's like I th- that seems to be what m- changes it from playing a violin to it being an attack, is if he uses his sword. Uh, yeah, that's but like, yeah, he puts that's people some, to like, sleep. Cool RPG stuff, and that seeing that made me a little bit more excited to see Brooks dynamic, especially in fights, because what we saw in um, Thriller Bark was that he's a skilled swordsman, but we already have a swordsman. So now yes. that we have two swordsmen, he's a slightly that's a different weird. swordsman because his strength seems to be his speed, uh, and it's like a very thin sword. It's like a rapier, and he only has yeah. one of them. Um, so I like that he's a different type of swordsman. But the the status effect attacks of like putting people to sleep is certainly a nice difference. Yeah, and him playing his instrument with a sword is just a, a cool like visual. That's uh. I'm I'm stealing that for next time I play as a bard in Dungeons and Dragons or something. It's oh, like, fucking yeah. I'm going <laughs> to use a weapon to play the instrument to like, even if it has no, it wouldn't have any bearing within the game system. It's just a cool visual and people would get like, yeah. everyone around would be like, cool, I get what's going on. You're not just playing a, a regular song. You're playing like a battle, a battle song. song. Yeah. The way Brooke fights really just feels like a really cool rpg character because like i already said it but like he has status effect moves he puts his yeah. enemies to sleep he's he's a support character and i bet if i told any any of my friends who have no bearing on one piece 
they have like the most they know about it is it's that rubber boy show that jory keeps telling me that i should try watching because i don't have any more anime to watch uh i oh i tell people cry about a whale cry about a boat and there's so much (laughs) of it you can't run out uh yeah Uh, i also try to trick people that don't know about one piece this is getting way off topic but if if i'm describing him like i just i'd see if i can bait him into oh yeah and he's made of rubber and they'd be like what (laughs) how did that happen (laughs) yo ho ho he took a bite of gum gum let me tell anyone who plays video games in the in like an RPG setting that someone who's a bard they like they do their battle songs with a weapon on the instrument. They'd be like, "That's cool." It's cool. I love it. It's cool. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, he does that. It's great. Uh, the fish riders kind of just. Oh, it also works on Luffy and Chopper. They fall asleep too. Uh, yeah, that's a great good... joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he Brooke reminds us that he can run. Uh, across the water and he slashes the fish um yeah. luffy grabs onto one of them that's flying but the character is asleep so he crashes <laughs> but he crashes into duval's hut and he sees his face before he puts his helmet on and he's like no fucking way <laughs> yeah uh, so at this point i'm now wondering what you think of what I'm you think like- has happened Maybe it's just like, hey, I I do remember this guy. Like, this was at like an important moment, so I'm actually able to remember this guy or something. Yeah, I'm still I'm still thinking I'm I'm still thinking at someone from like the bur like Barati because yeah. I feel like that was long enough ago that like this person, especially with like the guy's size, I'm like whatever dude. the fuck Luffy did, this guy just hit the fucking gym. It's a and, big like, fucking dude. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very intentionally vague, and I will say that, like, nothing could have prepared you for what it actually is. No! But, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get there in a second, but, uh, yeah, so he lands in there, this is where Zoro saves, Zoro saves Hachin, and Hachin beats somebody, um, with, oh yeah, he beats all three of the shitty Macro brothers by punching them all at once because he has six fucking arms yeah but i I like that how this sets up just how like fucking trivial this actual fight is for the rest of straw hats when this guy that they that they beat 350 episodes ago can like single-handedly take care of them and also shows like how is that like it's all this like stuff with them is nice that shows like the dynamic between uh hachan and uh kami how Kami and Papagu were dumb enough to fall for the very blatant, obvious trap. And because Hachun was captured, he can't save them. But when he's free, he can, he can at least against these people who keep trying to capture her, mm-hmm. he's able to fight them off. Like, Yeah, I think, I think all this like works pretty well. There are a lot of people that, at least based on the comments on the Funimation stream, there were a lot of people who seemed to struggle with uh, Hachun just being resolved of sins and it's like i don't know they certainly vet him and there's like there's there's beats that happen in the episode in which nami decides yeah and they've portrayed him as a i think they do a good enough job of portraying him as both a pathetic kind of character when he's like oh fuck it's up all the people it's these people who hate me and like the stuff i put behind me and i feel bad about Mm -hmm. and also him 
hit like i think the the moment that it at least it works for me like i was already like if if they wouldn't have shown it like the same thing that it works for nami like when he's like the the tone of voice they use in the dub like he's like crying trying to get out of the cage to save yeah. his friend like that's it's that's enough of a reason for for me to be on his side like of course they're gonna still have have reservations about him why wouldn't you mm-hmm. but he's like he's established himself enough as someone who 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 can do good things i th- i feel like on the grand line especially if you are capable of good that sets you far apart from most of the other assholes on the grand line yeah absolutely i think yeah i think that moment that you're talking about where he's like beating against the cage to save Kami. That's really what stood out this watch for me because I was rewatching it, obviously knowing that it works out and, and, and knowing other things that Hachan does and says in the future. Um, so I rewatching it. I was like, how do I feel about this? Like how, how, how do I remember that Hachan was a bad guy first? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I I still think that cage moment lands pretty well. But yeah, they they continue to fight. Uh, there's some really great jokes with Frankie thinking that he hears people say pervert when they're saying like convert and formation and some <laughs> other words that I, the comedy lands great in Japanese, I'm sure. But uh, yeah bunch of great fighting happens basically the next big moment is duval busting out of his building on a big cow and saying that sanji ruined his fucking life and he's going to take revenge on sanji specifically and everyone's yeah. like sanji what'd you do and he's like i don't know he he shoots spears that are like poisoned and i was like Don Krieg had that something does seem like similar. a Don Krieg move because that's something very similar to what Don Krieg did. Or for the people who watch the four kids dub, poison suction cups. <laughs> I, I wonder if Don Krieg was the intended red herring. Like the voice is much different, but I, I think like yeah. big fucking dude wearing a, a, an iron mask and a bunch of armor. He has the poison spears. They yeah. they specifically Luffy, mentioned Sanji and Barati. And I was like, especially with that, I was thinking it could be Don Creek because Luffy beat the shit out of him. So, and funny enough, it does, what I'm thinking here does apply to the end of the Duval stuff anyway, yeah. is he fucked up his face so bad he wants to hide it. Like, <laughs> or for whatever reason, like, mm-hmm. he like bruised it or fucked up his like face so much. Yeah, that that idea comes a little bit later, but. I I also like Nami being like maybe it's something that happened on Barati. And so I was like, I pissed off a lot of people. I did a lot of stuff just to make people mad when I was yeah. working there. That doesn't sing a lot of anything. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, who is he? And Luffy's like, if you'll see it in a second, um, you'll, you'll recognize, recognize that it. face. Uh, and yeah, so Luffy runs in and kicks his mask off, and everyone sees. And I gotta, I just gotta, what was your response to seeing it? We'll talk about what it is in a second, but I gotta know how, what you, there's no way you can prepare for no. this reveal. It's, it's like, it's so fucking absurd. <laughs> it's like, how do you, it, it makes the like, it, it almost makes the like episode build up. <laughs> feel so fucking stupid. <laughs> That's really what I was like. It's like it's 
it's really funny and like the fan for it but it's like what the fuck you build up all this i and the manga i can't imagine it's nearly as bad unless you had to wait like they're waiting from like weeks like a couple weeks to figure out who the fuck this guy is <laughs> you start like theorizing you're like you're like 14 you go to school and it's like oh who man duval really who, be who do you think it could be and it's like my my brother says it's Arlong, or like my 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 uncle's an an editor at Shonen Jump, and he told me he's an animator crocodile for the show. It's back. crocodile, yeah. Like I just that that that's that's just what the fuck it is. And they they fucking they slow build up on it, even though you realize almost immediately when they like zoom in on the feature, you're uh-huh. like, oh fuck, you realize why he has that that. The issue with Sanji. So yeah, the where... setup the setup for Duval is not started in Barati, or is it a a a, a backstory? Yeah, he, very, he says very recently, and it's like, oh, that's that's even more weird. Right before he gets unmasked, that's enough. That's a oh, uh, yes. like that's the most key thing he says. It's mm-hmm. very recently, recently and ruined his life. They they slow they show is they it show Jabra? features. <laughs> They they show recent features of his fa- of his face, and you see the reaction from everyone, especially Sanji's, who's fucking and, pissed. <laughs> and we find out that there is a person who looks exactly like Sanji's wanted poster, <sighs> exaggerated features and all. And it's that's the so only reason funny. he's such a big boy is because he has to have big boy features. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh yeah, he looks exactly like that shitty drawing and it's 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 so funny. It's the funniest fucking thing. And he's just such a pathetic character too. Yeah. He's he's like a he's like a dumbass idiot who was an asshole and then someone drew Sanji wrong and it ruined his fucking life and I don't even feel bad. <laughs> that's that's the that's the thing I was thinking of that that makes it even funnier is his fucking backstory. How it's oh god! I laughed so hard at it. I was, uh, if I I would, I would love for this would be the the only time I want something to be like pointlessly like of its time. Have it, have it be like a dub. It'd have to be the dub version of like twenty twenty dub. And he's he's he'd make some like comment about being unfairly canceled. (laughs) <laughs> and then he tells his backstory about how he's a piece of shit, <laughs> and then just the thing, the a thing how he's, the, it, it's not exactly correct how he's a piece of shit and how everyone's after him, but he's still the worst person, like for where he's from. Like he's they they show him and they they set up like I was I think a we huge saw... piece of shit to everyone in my town, <laughs> but I got canceled yeah. because I looked like Sanji's poster. It's like, well, yeah. people hated you to begin with. <laughs> exactly like they they show a a scene that like we saw i believe it was with smoker how the little girl ran into smoker this big intimidating guy and messed up her ice cream on him and then he like he gets her more ice cream so we know that even though he's a big intimidating guy he's still nice Mm -hmm. this guy he fucking he mugs the little girl's dad and then walks along (laughs) laughing and then when he's telling the story, he's like, we just lived a nice, happy life as a little mafia in this small town where everyone hates us. I love this fucking story because it has the animation quality of, like, Jabra's shitty story. Like, yeah. it's like these 
paper cutouts and it's got the sad version of we are behind it it's so i just <laughs> i just it's just the jokes get me every fucking time anyways sanji's like fuck you i hate you so much and he's like no one's more upset about that poster than me how dare you yeah. how dare you look like it <laughs> i think that's like the, the worst part about it for him is that it's not it's not like it's unbelievable that someone could look like that like it's a bad drawing there's someone that looks like out there that looks like that so it could be believable that the blackfoot sanji looks like that and yeah it, make, it makes him miserable yeah it's, it's very funny there's uh there's some things like ro- watching this so like after after so much more context of the show makes me kind of confused about duval's life up to this point <laughs> but also it it's not any more complicated than sanji's life up until this point but these are just thoughts for me and people who are caught up with with the stories I can't be more specific, but get at me in the Discord behind spoiler text. Uh, anyways, yeah, so they fight. Oh, so the so what really like what happens first is the where does it start? There's some stuff with the thousand sunny that's cool. I think before that, Sanji gets dragged into the water. Yeah, the like flying fish raiders uh, get him into a net and pull him underwater. Which is an interesting parallel to the Arlong arc where Luffy was dragged underwater um, and Sanji yeah. saved him. But this time Sanji is going to be saved by Kami because mermaids are fucking fast underwater. Yeah, and I like also, the of course, that's th- kind of how mermaids exist in old mermaid stories is that they save yeah. people who drown. That's what they do in Sea of Thieves. Hell yeah. That's a I like. Uh, and. Hachun makes the uh he makes the comment that yeah she's really fast it's just that she's so airheaded like if she wasn't like if she she had like a better awareness and was a little bit more careful no one would be able to catch her and it also like we get more more reasoning why uh Kokoro was able to save them his, yeah because mermaids can swim fast mermaids are fucking ripped and then the they go to drop a giant anchor onto the thousand sunny. Yeah, they that's want to destroy the boat. Stupid. Because without the boat, they wouldn't have been able to get the bounty that ruined Duval's life. Uh huh. That's actually not true. But <laughs> Sanji got the bounty before the boat was made, so actually he's an idiot. But uh, it's fine. <laughs> they go to yeah, they go to drop the giant fucking anchor. Uh, but Frankie has some secret moves. Uh, first the chicken voyage, which the mane of the of the head of the boat spins uh, and it shoots it backwards, which is so, so funny. Um, but then the real secret move is the there's a cannon hidden in its fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, which is some skies of Arcadia shit. I tell you what, <laughs> do you? I I gotta I gotta pose this question to you. Do you think when? Frankie is drawing up blueprints for either the ship or new battle Frankie or just himself. Like he's coming up with blueprints to improve himself. He in the blueprints, he's he had before he comes up with the cool names like the chicken voyage and stuff. He has he just has it listed Deus Ex Machina 1, Deus Ex Machina 2. Because I know, won't mention them until the they're day. relevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, and uh, in in his fair, I feel like if he told them about this feature before, uh, it was useful. They would just Luffy use it would immediately. Be, they would have yeah, like, Luffy let's be like, blow up the red line. <laughs> Fuck it. 
I like I like how everything just uses cola. It's, yeah, that's that's the ultimate whole, power source. This whole source. thing uses cola. It's it is it's true. Frankie it must be like a genius inventor because if you shake up cola enough, you can shoot a fucking laser beam out of your boat. <laughs> Mythbusters, please help us help us out. Wait, oh fuck! I get think... Neil deGrasse Tyson on the show, and he's like, "Well, really, cola can't do that. Nor are cyborgs real." Now, I I think it's a little absurd that a boy could be rubber. <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like, but that's I'm like an asshole. I'm assuming the only the only time I've heard him speak is in the Batman versus Superman. I uh, I really I want to just momentarily I want to travel to the One Piece universe with one item in my hand and hand it to Frankie and like whisper in his ear what'll happen and watch his eyes light up and then two hundred episodes later. He drops Mentos into his system. <laughs> and... <laughs> and because oh, of it, up. he is able to do a super big punch. God, can you Just, fucking uh, imagine? The build-up power of Mentos in Frankie's cola Holy system. Holy shit. <laughs> Cracked it wide fucking open. God, that's so uh. fucking good. KB saves Sanji. Yes. And she's like, oh no, I didn't realize they hurt him so bad. That's Even the, though as soon that's as she grabs him, scene. she she grabs him. And as she's bringing him up, we clearly see his face pressed in her into her boobs. Mm-hmm. And I think they're gonna do something with this. I saw that detail. And then they do what's probably the 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 I don't know if I can say the least gross, but it's like the most like reasonable like a real joke they can do be- besides haha face and boobs mm-hmm. which is her thinking that he he's died be- from loss of blood yeah because of how badly they've hurt him and i like how everyone immediately they like they go from oh no is he okay to jesus christ sanji <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah and then it's over um yeah. so now duval is pissed again and he's gonna charge with his big cowboy well cow not cowboy but it's a it's a bison luffy just looks at it and it just decides to fuck off is this something i should uh i should remember i mean because <laughs> because they're like they're like they draw huh. a lot of attention to it huh luffy's so powerful he's scared he scared the animal yeah luffy just looked at it so strongly that it's like I don't want to fuck with this dude. <laughs> I mean, I won't give you the information, but I will say there you could connect it to something. I say they have established some sort of like psychic powers in a way. So <laughs> it's not not unbelievable that it's, something like this could happen. I mean, it's going to be King of the Pirates. <laughs> He's going to have some strong powers. Maybe not like write it down, remember it, but I mean sure yeah you can retain that information <laughs> tell 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 games jory will remember that <laughs> so he does that uh duval cries about it the dub is great because like why does my life suck so much <laughs> it's fucking great line delivery uh but then then sanji comes over and just kicks his face in 
for a long time. Yeah. Until the episode ends, and we 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 don't see Duval's face until the the middle of the next episode. But yeah, that's that's kind of a a weird conclusion to that fight because the next episode ends with them all helping Duval stand up and he looks in a mirror and he's like, holy shit. And then we see that, uh, then we just cut away to the straw hats eating a bunch of takoyaki. Yeah. How do you like this scene where they're all, they're all eating and, and Nami has to like, N- Nami like <laughs> is like processing, <laughs> hanging yeah. out I, with Hachan. I, I like it. Because uh, I forgot to mention it earlier, but um, when when they're first deciding whether or not to save him, Boofy looks back and his eyes are takiyaki, and he's yeah. like, "We we can't save him, huh, Nami? He did bad stuff. <laughs> Obviously, like he wants to, but he 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 knows better. Which it's if there's you think Luffy Luffy can even fight his stomach on that's on a how moral, that's how important Nami quandary. is to him." And yeah. probably everyone in the crew, but I do think we see him take care of Nami and Robin more than like anyone else. Which I mean, the whole thing <laughs> smacks of gender, sure, but um, they also—I mean, the fact that they have the most traumatic backstory smacks of gender. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, Brooks I mean, is fucked up in a different way. Yeah, I was—I was—I was, uh, was going to say with the uh, with Zoro's um, with Zoro's backstory, they don't do anything with it with the text. You could just. If you if you really wanted to make it better to pro to, to like feel more comfortable with it, you'd be like Zero could have an idea of like, damn, gender sure is bad, which he doesn't really do anything. But his whole thing is like, damn, people wouldn't like this my only fr- my first friend because she was a woman. That's fucked up. Gender's he's like not real. he's he's such a he's <laughs> such an epitome of himbo because he's too stupid to know sexism <laughs> is real. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like literally the best example of not seeing gender because he's just stupid. <laughs> it's like I don't get it. I don't understand why a girl couldn't be the strongest person in the world. Society's a fuck. And then <laughs> and then she dies for no fucking reason. <laughs> other I mean other than to progress his plot. Like it's I I it's easily the the weakest storytelling decision maybe in all of one piece that I can think of for, for, for now. Well, uh, asterisk, maybe asterisk, we'll find, but yeah, that's the fucked up thing. We'll find out that she was like assassinated. Cause she had like a, a sword that was critical to winning on the grand line or something. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> we, I feel like we, as the, the universe of, of people fucking reading this manga and watching the show, I've been like, surely, <laughs> something's gonna come up with Zoro's backstory soon. Even like this is this is not even really a spoiler to say, but like even like time skip stuff. It's just like, are, are, does Oda just refuse to talk about anything with Zoro that hasn't been on screen? <laughs> I, th- I think that's just the case, which I admire. I will say, but I, there is just kind of this like weird sinking feeling that's like. Surely something's gonna come up that we don't know about Zoro. Maybe in Wano. Maybe after that. Just like something, something has to happen. And I, I would be happy if nothing does because I like the commitment to no. Fuck you, Zoro. <laughs> Zoro exists yeah, exclusively exactly. to support uh, Luffy. He is, he is the manic pixie himbo. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I love him. Uh, uh, anyways, um, new Twitter name. <laughs> Please, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they they eat the the stuff. It's good. She says it's funny, or not? No, she says it's tasty. I misread. Yeah, she she said yeah. She says it's good. She's like fighting back, but she's like, well, I I guess I guess we can be okay with him. And I we we have to uh, we have to mention everyone enjoying it. Brooke goes. It's it's so good on my taste buds. Not that I have taste buds because I'm dead. Ha 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 ha. And then he like burps and farts very loudly. <laughs> That's a fucking like what? <laughs> I the the him like the specificity of taste buds of all the things he doesn't have because he's dead is absurd. And then him having gas despite not having organs, but also he does poop, so there's that. I don't know. <laughs> Who fucking cares? It's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fart jokes are good. They are. At least, well, they're they're good when it's a skeleton. I missed over, I'm looking at my notes, I missed over the part in the last episode where when Duval tells his tragic story, Frankie cries and says he should join the crew. <laughs> That's very funny to me. And then, yes, so... Uh, this episode, after they have their great Takayaki scene, Duval shows back up to thank Sanji for kicking him into having a, a pretty face. Now, how do you feel about, like, it's so stupid and absurd, and but, like, I think it's very funny that he just kicks Duval until he looks like a different character. A character that was likely designed first. <laughs> I I like it. You know, Duval post getting his face kicked in, he he looks looks like a fucking PS2 Final Fantasy character. He looks a little bland. It, it's maybe it's just the hair specifically that makes but like just it's like everything except for his eyes makes me think he's a like Final Fantasy like 10 and a half character or something like that. I, I don't know what. Yeah, just, I guess that's I feel what that. it makes me think of as like a PS2 Final Fantasy, like early PS2 Final Fantasy character, mm -hmm. like tertiary, like a guy in a town. Like, yeah, he's pretty bland. Um, but his personality is so shining. Uh, because he just comes up and he's like, just the happiest, the happiest person to ever do. Uh, anything. Oh, I'm hot now. I'm hot now. Thank you so much for making me hot, Sanji. And he. He tries to wink, but his entire face contorts because he doesn't know how to yet. Because, like, his bones are still settling in or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. It's stupid, but I like it. There's a misconception where he thinks Nami blows him a kiss, but she's just, like, wiping her mouth. Usopp calls him an idiot. He's like, ah, you must be jealous of my pretty face. He, he renamed his gang the Rosie Life Riders and then gives... The Straw Hats, his phone number, and leaves. And says, call me if you ever need anything. Will they? Who could say? Oh, fuck. He's, he's going to help them fight the next big bad. Who could say? <laughs> it's, it's just, it, I, it just never comes up again. And then the final fucking battle of the entire show, he's like, wait, I have a phone number for Duval. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fighting uh, the... Turns out Gold Roger never died, and he like <laughs> yeah. he, he 
he he Duval had a devil fruit. Gold Roger. That's what the D stands for. <laughs> gold Duval Roger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh he's he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he leaves. We uh won't see him again in this podcast episode. Uh but the Straw Hats are now going to go finally to the Sabaody Archipelago. Um they cannot go under the sea with their boat as it stands. Their submarine also isn't. They they mentioned I think either now or later that or or now or earlier that yeah, most people just abandon their fucking boats and buy new ones in the new world, which is hilarious to me. Uh, but they're, but obviously we're not going to part with a thousand Sony not after all that. And uh, no. the the way to do it is um, they they can they can make the boat capable of going to the ocean floor and going to Fishman Island. And uh, yeah, choppers like have to coat it. Yeah, they have to coat it in some special goop. Because Chopper's like, I don't think the Thousand Sunny can do that. But Kami's like, nah, don't worry. We're going to get you the special goop. I, uh, you know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure the special goop accommodates for that. But I like how they just completely skip over the we can't fucking breathe underwater part of it. That, that to me, see, that to me seems like the bigger issue than like the fact that. that you just can't go there is, you know, how <laughs> are you going to breathe? Don't worry about it. The special goop. Even though... <laughs> we got the goop! Uh, so they're going to the Saba Odi Archipelago, which is a collection of not even tiny islands, but kind of just trees that have, like, enough roots and grounds to make up a bunch of different... Like, they're just a bunch of trees that you could walk on, basically. And they are a special type of tree called the Hustle Muscle Mangroves. And they are always just giving off this weird soapy residue that comes up as bubbles. So there's always just bubbles coming up off the ground. People have made bridges between these tiny little islands. They say that the uh, the log pose won't reset because it's not a real island. It doesn't have a uh, magnetic pull. Just a lot of really convenient things. I like that they at least mention that. Like they make yes. sure to bring up, hey, it's not going to fuck up the log pose. Because it's it's a detail that, like, I probably wouldn't have thought about. Mm-hmm. I would have just like, oh, it's on the venture. But, like, it's good that they they keep the log pose as, like, a legitimate thing. And yeah. not just, it, it, it does have plot convenience, but it still has rules. And they make sure to address it before. Yeah. Like, a lot of times on places, it's like, oh, fuck, we got to get off before the log pose adjusts. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of, like, it's like a nice little stakes thing. Like, ah. Uh, how long do we have to get this stuff coded uh, before we lose our, 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 our compass to Fishman Island? He's like, eh, never. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, yeah, Robin touches the ground, feels the, the soapy goop, wipes it off on Usopp, which I think is a funny detail. Uh, and then Luffy sees a big amusement park, which is called Saba Odi Park. Kami's like, yeah, I've always wanted to go. And they're like, well, let's fucking go then. But. Papa Goose says that she can't, and she knows why, but we won't talk about it in this episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so Luffy jumps on a bunch of bubbles until they get too high in the sky, and they pop, and he falls, and he dies, and the show ends. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Yep. Um, now the show is about Robin, 
and she just goes around murdering people. It's called Murder Mom Adventures. <laughs> that that's a wonderful show. She actually she she teams up with uh what's her name? What's the lady we're gonna meet in the next episode? Shocky. It's Shocky and Robin's oh. lesbian hour. <laughs> you know, I'm uh I've not been introduced to to the character through any through any one piece ways, but uh boa hancock also mm-hmm. has like similar hair and is a hot mom so i want all three of them to team up yeah there's that's honestly charlie angels reboot with robin shockey <laughs> and boa hancock <laughs> and also tashigi's there for no reason god i guess nami's probably also well nami has to get them there like nami's nami's they're like uh they're I don't know enough about Charlie's Angels to make a... Yeah, I'm trying to think who or... would be their, like, who would be their Bonsley type. Like, what... Honestly, it's... it's We haven't met him yet, but I think Rayleigh, <laughs> when we meet Rayleigh next time, uh, I, I think he would fit fine. Anyways, spoilers, they're gonna look for someone named Rayleigh in a little bit. But, yeah, so they are looking for someone to coat the Thousand Sunny spoilers. Name's Rayleigh, we'll find it out later. But uh, yeah, so Hachan's like, he's the best man to do it. Just whatever you do, don't fuck with the most powerful people in the world who are here. You know, they, they set up two things that I'm excited for them to pay off. One, don't mess with the guys who they're allowed to do whatever they want. Uh-huh. Sure, that's going to end up happening. That's probably going to be some sort of driving force, I'm sure. And then they, Luffy sees sees an amusement park with a ferris wheel we're gonna see luffy beat the shit out of someone while on that ferris wheel (laughs) or he's gonna fight someone while on that ferris wheel i just fucking know it they're not gonna say that without giving us a cool fight on there oh yeah and then with with what they established that uh the this this whole set group of islands is like within relation to the rest of the grand line i can i i can't wait that's this is gonna be a whole lot of fun but we'll get there in a moment. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much the end of 390 is um, them saying we got to find the ship coder and don't fuck with the world nobles, uh, which are also called celestial dragons. That's I think that's just a translation thing. But yeah, we'll we'll deal with them in a little bit. There are 79 trees I wrote down. They're called groves. Shout out to to that. So they park at Grove 41, and yeah, everyone kind of has their, their, their stopped-in-town job, like, like any, good, uh, any good party does. Frankie and Usopp are, are refilling the cola. Sanji is guarding the treasure for Nami. Zoro leaves, and everyone's like, hey, don't get fucking lost. And he's like, the trees are numbered. I know exactly where we are. And he looks up at the tree that says 41, but a bubble's in the way. So he only sees one and he's like, got it. We're at Grove One. How could I forget that? It's so good. It's so good. I think, isn't this the last time we see Zoro? Yes. Okay. Bye, Zoro. <laughs> Can't wait to see that payoff. Uh, so Hachen's explaining more shit about the Celestial Dragons. They refuse to breathe the same air as common people. <laughs> I I can't I I'm I I love that we're getting into uh into co- social commentary about the rich uh-huh. after uh after Parasite won won awards yeah 
One, one Piece won was on that beat ten years earlier. And one, a, a rich man is trying to buy an election. Yeah. A second rich man is trying to buy an election. Yeah, yeah. No, there there will be no no shortage of, of commentary like this within One Piece, don't worry. Um, but yeah, we will we will meet some people who refuse to breathe, breathe the air of the poorer people, and they have slaves that walk around on explosive leashes. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's just, it's so unsubtle. <laughs> but yeah, so Hachan's explaining this. Uh, you might notice that he is wearing an outfit that makes him look like he only has two arms. And his, yes. and his tattoo on his head is covered up. And Kami has a huge dress that covers yes. up her, her tail. I, I kind of already picking up on what's going on. Because when she, she mentioned wanting to go on the Ferris wheel, and Papugu is like, no, you know you can't go on the Ferris wheel them talking about there's these fucked up people who just get away with what they want uh racism racism yeah uh people hate fishmen uh and i know they established that very early too yes that's the thing behind arlong and it's like weird it's not weird it's very intentional that we learned that and we see the worst of fishmen right away so like as a viewer we kind of go into the show with that prejudice too because like Oh, we've only met evil ones. So, like, yeah. e- even the thing with Hot Chain, we kind of have to process, like, is he fine now? He seems fine yeah. now. I Yeah, there's... F- Fishman politics is interesting. Surely we'll get to Fishman Island one day and talk about it. <laughs> Hot Chain is... Th- those, are, those are things to notice with Hot Chan and Kami. Uh, they're talking about how everyone comes to Sabadi Archipelago. There's no law specifically outlawing pirate trafficking. Which seems like an oversight, but hey, <laughs> there's like a big Navy headquarters on the island. And then we get the scene where Luffy meets the bubble salesman or the bubble bike salesman, which uh, is great because Luffy's almost scammed out of uh, out of like a $10,000. And Hachin's like, no, you fucking idiot, please. Because <laughs> uh, they, they have the bikes that uh, you can sit in the in the bubbles and ride them around and you can either rent them. Or you can buy them. And Luffy's like, I want to buy it. I want to have this forever. And Hachin's <laughs> like, the bubbles can't leave the archipelago. Why would you do it? <laughs> uh, so they all get their bikes. Uh, they leave. They say that, oh, yeah, they mentioned Kami's like, oh, well, you can also use bubble bikes when you get to Faceman Island. Uh, Papagoo's like, yeah, when you get there, you should make sure you meet the mermaid princess. Surely this isn't foreshadowing in any significant way. Anyways, they, yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a souvenir shop, um, which is a funny bit. I like, I like the the way that the straw hats are split up currently. I like that the people exploring this town and like, yeah, these, these islands are the three, three most excitable. Like it's Luffy who has childlike wonder, uh, Chopper, who is a child, so he's mm-hmm. he's going to love everything he sees. And Brooke, who has been away from so much for so long that he's like in awe of everything. So it's, it's, it's a joy to that, exist. Like, yeah, and like we we get to see their enthusiasm for for everything. The the slightly more laid back people are back on the ship where Usopp has his uh fear of New Islands Osis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Frankie, Frankie needs to, wants to, like, replenish the cola supplies, so we see him and Usopp, like, emptying out fucking 
bottles of, of cola into a barrel. Um, Zoro is off to do his thing, which he always just does what he wants. Sanji uh, is protecting all the treasure on the boat because he is uh, he can't overcome horny. Um, Sanji's a simp. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, Nami and Robin be shopping. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> women be shopping. Women be shopping. <laughs> I, I I like that that Robin will accompany will accompany Nami. Uh, I can pretend it's it's because she she likes the normalcy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can also it can also just be let's put the women together because they're the women. Yeah, yeah. And then they they try to bring along Kami, but she seems not super yeah. interested. Um, <laughs> she seems a little distracted. Lord knows yeah. why. Uh, but anyways, Luffy runs into a man who is begging for his life, and then his bomb collar explodes because he's too far away from his slave owner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he begs for a while. It's a kind of a lengthy scene. Hachin explains. This, this whole sequence is fucked up. It's heavy, like... yeah. Um, yeah, Hachin explains slavery to Luffy. And says like, yeah, the collar on his on his neck is a bomb. It's gonna tick off, uh, and then it does, and he ex- fucking explodes. Uh, and S- S- Luffy's like, damn, slavery's pretty fucked up, huh? This is the first I've heard of it. Hachin forces the straw hats that are with him to kneel because the the two celestial dragons that owned this man are walking up. Uh, it says here their names are saints. Shalria and Rosword, uh, they come here and are like, damn, this slave must have been useless. And she, the woman pulls out a gun and shoots him like 10 times. She just fucking unloads. It's fucked up. Yeah, that's the, like, like, well, might as well take care of the rest of it. Like, it's horrifying. Yeah. And I I think it's, uh, it shows, it, it's like, a nice uh, example of how how you you'd imagine a rich person to handle things like oh it probably can't work anymore let's just destroy it and get a new one mm-hmm. and not only that but both of them have like caricature snooty high society inflections on their voices at least in the Japanese dub I don't know if that's how it was in the Funimation dub but they yeah, they had inflections right. on their voices that were like. We're rich, high society people. Yeah, uh, they have their bubble helmets on with the good oxygen, the the rich oxygen. Luffy wants to beat the shit out of these people, but Hachan's like stopping him. Later, they are uh, like they get away and they're like sitting. I think they're like eating or just talking or something and talking a little bit more about it. Papa Goose says that like, yeah, if you do anything to run a celestial dragon, you're hunted by the marines until you're dead and Hachin explains that they are descendants from the founders of the world government so they are like they are just shitty kids they are they are just people who have exclusively had wealthy upbringings because their parents did something once so that's cool that they have slaves and shit yeah it's it's strange how um coming coming from uh a position of power because your your great 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 grandpa was was important, you just get to be important. Yeah, like 
That's how it is. Nepotism's great. And the fact that they're called the Celestial Dragons is, uh, terrifying. Yeah. That name is sure as sinister. Yeah. That, that's the end of that episode. It, the, there's a cliffhanger where a group of bounty hunters spot Luffy, but the next episode ends with them just beating them. So, yeah, it's a weird uh, <laughs> in, choice. It's a it's a really it's a really well choreographed. Uh, yeah, fight. I liked I liked the action in it. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, we're, yeah, we're getting into our last episode of today's uh, podcast episode 392. It's going to be our cutoff for this section. Um, yeah, it starts with uh, Luffy, Brook, and Chopper doing some cool fights. Um, and then we learn that they're just in a bad spot of town. Bounty hunters are just around right now. Yeah. The Hachin kind of explains the different sections of the of the archipelago. Like, this is the tourism district. This is the marine district. These three places are fucking no man's land. And um, they're in no man's land. Can't believe it. But that's where they need to go. Uh, Grove 13... Uh, and they're like, this is the spot. This is the place to find our expert ship coder. And they look up and see uh, a sign that says, Shockey's Ripoff Bar. I love the name. Yeah, it's a great name. They're like, oh, fuck, we don't want to get ripped off. And uh, they <laughs> they go inside and they meet Shockey, the hottest woman to ever exist. Um, a blessing, an angel. From above. I love her look. Yes, she's got such a great look. She's introduced to us by kicking the shit out of some men. Um, she's like, I'll be right with you, kids. Just gotta, I'm just ripping these guys off. Yeah, I, I just gotta <laughs> murder these men real quick. And uh, she does. And uh, we check back in, and they're like, hey, Shaki, we're looking for this dude, Rayleigh. He's got a coder boat. He's a boat coder. Gotta get that boat coat. She's like, oh, yeah, Rayleigh, he's he's out right now. Yeah, he's been gone like uh, six months. <laughs> so he's probably shacked up with some women. That's what she said. Probably a cool dude. She she starts to explain that it's kind of a busy time for for the Sabadi archipelago right now. Because they're like, oh, I guess we should just go look for Rayleigh. And she's like, yeah, you could. You got to avoid the Marines and the traffickers. And, uh, well, the other nine people who have bounties above 100 million. Because there's 11 people on the sub in the archipelago right now who have bounties over 100 million. Two of them are Luffy and Zoro. Uh, which is interesting, too, because you think about this and you're like, a lot of these people are within crews. It's not just... 11 people it's a lot of people yeah. who are strong but this is a this is a turning point for one piece uh i i would say and uh, a a great cliffhanger for 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 you and for this episode um but but jory would you would you like me to go through our introductions to the supernovas or would you like to do it yourself or do you want me to just like name the names and you talk about your feelings because as as Shaki explains it to Luffy, we kind of wipe into a sequence that introduces us to all of them. <laughs> oh, there. I I love them. I I love this. I like this whole this whole like setup of this because she like she explains everything with what what this part of the grand line is. It's like a stopping point. Everyone mm -hmm. goes there and it's like 
this is this is like an exciting element that they haven't really established yet. Yeah, is for sure. The fact that like it's in the back of your head, like you don't think about it, but like there's a lot of people on the Grand Line, and this is a converging point where a lot of powerful people are going to meet up. Uh, unless there is a tournament arc later somewhere in One Piece, this f- this feels like the closest thing to something like that, where a bunch of super fucking strong pirates are all going to meet up. Yeah, basically, what Chucky's like, you took one of several paths through the Grand Line yeah. and ended up here. There are <laughs> other people who took the other paths and ended up here. And uh, yeah. it's like a weird coincidence that they're all here at once, but there's there's 11... There's 11 people who all ended up at Sabadee at the, right, at the same same time and happen to have bounties that are really big. So I guess we should get into them. <laughs> yeah. The do, do you have them in the order they're introduced? I do. I, I jotted them down okay. during the scene. Uh, we start in a restaurant, a fancy restaurant, <laughs> and uh, the first person we see is uh, Capone Gang Begier. Who is exactly what he sounds like? He is a <laughs> a mafia cigar smoking, like I mean, yeah, mafia boss. All of his crew are wearing suits. He's wearing a suit. His fucking nickname is Gang. <laughs> but uh, Beige or, or Beg or I don't know B E G E. That's the first one we see. Yeah, this one. This one feels like uh, he feel he feels just like uh, oh, we gotta add. Add another guy in. He's not a. I'm not too interested in him. I don't give a shit. You don't. You're not. You're not. You're not sold on the gang. No, he just feels like a guy. He cares about family. <laughs> I can believe that. Uh, so so we pan over now to another person in the restaurant. Um, the only woman among the supernovas. <laughs> uh, we quite possibly the best. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> we we uh we start on a crotch shot and we zoom up her slender body to see a woman just eating every eating the way Luffy does. Yeah. I, I love it. And she's, she's fucking screaming for more food. Yes. She's like, I need another pizza. Yes. And I love I, her. I, I love jewelry. I like Bonnie her Ju- is her name. I, I like the name jewelry. Bonnie. I'm sure it's a reference to the pirate and Bonnie or the death grip song. Which, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sure it's direct reference to Pirate Lady. When, when, before they introduced all of them, they showed like a quick, quick, like shadowed, uh, like two second thing of all these, all these people who are also on the island. Mm. And she is eating a slice of pizza immediately. It's like, I like her. Yeah, she is usually depicted eating food, which is like, I'm not sure if the joke is that she eats a lot, even though she's still a skinny hot lady or what but she is always depicted eating food but it's never like an overweight character that's depicted as a joke in that way i don't know what it is but i like her i think as we've seen her i I think the way we have been presented with the women in one piece this 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 slender big titty uh (laughs) hot woman who even though she doesn't say much she's she I can assume she's probably vulgar to an extent because she's demanding more food and she's just like engorging herself. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like that juxtaposition juxtaposition here. It's it it's fun, and I I want I I can't wait for the inevitable 
her and Luffy get into a fight and like, oh shit, this is going to be something serious. And then it's because they both want to eat like a slice of cake or pizza or something. Yeah. (laughs) I never really considered how much they have in common. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So uh, one last shot in the restaurant is Basil the Magician Hawkins, uh, who is a, a man with some weird eyebrows who tells his his like pants get ruined and he's like he, he's Luxor because he's, he's like he's like a weird Luxor he doesn't have the facial hair he has long hair but he like looks at his cards and he's like I suppose that my fate today was to have fucked up pants <laughs> like that's the thing he's like no it's just in, it's just what's in the cards it's Luxor he's a little Luxor he's an he's like Luxor's already kind of like an anime thwunk but like this is like this is like twinkie well he still has abs because it's one piece but like in one piece twinks have abs it's fucked up (laughs) but this is hawkins he's a magician he has a lot of cards it's fine then we go uh we see like the wall of a i'm assuming it's the same restaurant bust open and we see scratchman apu I hate him. He's got long <laughs> fucked up arms. He's he's from the long long <laughs> arm tribe. His arms are he, always in DJ position. He not only that, he's but they DJ. have an extra joint. They have an yeah. extra joint. Yeah, that's the long arms. They have up. extra joints. Is uh is it's, oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> he's a he's a radio DJ with really <laughs> fucked up long arms. Yep. And like a poo, is his name piano teeth? Like yeah, I think he can play his teeth. We'll see later I, if I'm right. Oh, strange that they'd have a <laughs> a character of One Piece would copy the real life person that we know. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, a poo is fighting someone though. He's fighting a man named Eustace Kid, who's Epitetus Captain. Very unoriginal, but Eustace Captain Kid. He looks like a generic shonen character. He's got yeah, red he, hair and goggles and a robot arm. He is, he is the protag of his own anime. He re- but is... he's like fucked up. He's like, he was a protag of an anime, but he <laughs> lived long enough to see himself become the villain. And I, I like that he is the one with the ho- the bounty higher than Luffy. Yeah, he's the one person 315 million. And they specify the reason is because he does not care about civilians. He has killed yeah. more people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just because the only reason Luffy's is so high is because he destroyed a government facility. Yeah, for, yeah first it was Crocodile, then it was in his <laughs> lobby. No one knows that he beat up Moria, so there's no boost there. But yeah, so the, they're fighting. They are interrupted by X-Drake, who, uh, I don't know, he's got a big X on his chest. He looks like an asshole. There's not much to him uh, at this point. His name is X-Drake. He's kind of got a pompadour. And who else shows up? Uh, Irige, who is a very large man with wings. And he's beating someone up with a big pillar. Uh, we, and the person <laughs> that he's fighting has a Daft Punk helmet on. And his name's just Killer. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, he, just, he gave up. Like, <laughs> all right, this guy's got a cool name. This guy's. Some of these guys have like piratey sounding names. What's this guy? His name's Killer, and he's got big old blades. 
Yeah. His name's just Killer. He's buff as shit. He's got long blonde hair coming out of his helmet. Yeah, and it's just it's just a it's just a helmet. He's got these weird fucked up sides on his arm. Uh surely nothing weird will ever happen with someone named Killer, but uh he is actually second in command to uh Kid to to Eustace. Um so he's kind of similar to Zoro in that way that he's he's uh he's not a captain but his bounty is above 100 million. His bounty's actually uh super fucking high. Uh <laughs> it's 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 higher than in uh than Zoro's. I think he might be like third on this list. I could be wrong cuz some of these captains are probably higher than I remember. Like uh like this last name on the list. Trafalgar Law. Oh. Trafalgar is actually the way it's pronounced. Uh, Trafalgar Law, who is a, uh, he's not seen doing anything in this section. Someone like no. walks up to him and he's just sitting on a bench. He's just a dude wearing jeans and a hoodie with a stupid hat on. He's got like a sword with him. His name is, is, is uh, Trafalgar this, Law. This is a man I've 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 heard of before. I, which is the most fucked up thing. Might be my boyfriend. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> I don't know if they call him his epithet here or not. I think they just called him Law. Like I, he might just be Law for now, but he's the captain of the Heart Pirates. We'll uh, I would probably see some more of them later. Yeah, those are the 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 nine supernovas. Add uh, Luffy and Zoro. We have our eleven supernovas. And uh, yeah, how do you feel about this this motley crew? This is this is the I think the coolest setup I've seen for anything in the show. Honestly, that's fair. Yeah. Like. It, it has really good. it has those those same beats of the like of the tournament arcs in Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, where like they walk up to the place and then they establish all the people and like you hear a little bit about them and we know there's we're gonna see people clash with them and it's gonna be really cool. They like them establishing why Kid has a higher bounty than Luffy, especially like after we saw Luffy being upset at not at the uh the way the celestial dragons were treating the guy whose head exploded like he wanted to do something about it uh you know kid is on like the opposite end of how luffy is as a pirate so yeah he has this he has this foil who in the morality system of the of pirates uh has a higher bounty because of his being on the opposite side of this morality yeah I I I I can't wait for Luffy to like punch him through the Ferris wheel. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> sure. Uh this, what's what I love about this is I'm I'm is uh I'm realizing that none of their powers are shown off. Like it like nope. like all we we see some fighting, but it's just hand-to-hand combat. We don't really know anything about any what, what any of these dudes are capable of. I like the the little bits of dialogue where they're like Hey man, let's not fight here. Let's save it for the new world. Yeah, and stuff they like all that, seem to like, like like the ones that are fighting seem to know each other. They seem to like ah oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that X Drake guy or like oh kid and kid and, and killer. Holy <laughs> shit! And like that's what makes it cooler that Luffy and and them are, are not involved. getting into this situation is because they have they haven't crossed paths with them. They took the the path along the grand line less traveled mm-hmm. they they took they, they got they really invested the, uh, in the places they were going too yeah they uh probably not an optimal speed strat to help um no they lost uh, a lot of princess friends. Si- 
Yeah, I can't imagine it's very optimal to help the princess save her kingdom. Mm-mm. Especially with uh, when you get, like, when your navigator gets sick, that's probably a, a huge loss, so. Yeah, that, that's just, a reset point for sure. They crossing paths with anyone. Like, that's just. Yeah. And now they they get thrown into all this, and they they haven't even heard anything about them. So when they do have this inevitable confrontation with some of them, they're going to be like, oh, I've heard of Monkey D. Lu- Straw Hat Monkey D. Luffy. He's made of rubber. So I'm already prepared for this, is what I'm thinking could be a situation, which is the even more exciting for this fucking battle royal island of pirates. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it is. Uh it's yeah, I I love this this episode, the way they set them up, the the vagueness of it all, but like the like the like all these character design or not I mean not all, but like most of these character designs I think are like strong too where you look at these characters and like oh shit these characters are going to be big deals like you know Apu's a little silly and uh who I think X-Drake is pretty generic weirdly kids genericness works for me I'm like all right yeah this is he is a foil to Luffy exactly like uh he he just looks like that's the first thing I thought when I was mom is he just looks like a fucking anime character like we could have followed this guy's adventure mm-hmm. to here but yeah but we see him spit out the other side as a as an asshole yeah surely next time we'll learn a little bit more about uh these folks maybe Luffy will get to meet some of them who knows are all these people in Stampede this is basically the cast of Stampede uh <laughs> Uh, that's, that's kind of the selling point of the movie. But anyways, the episode ends with, after Shaki explains all this. Oh, Shaki also gives, uh, uh, Chopper some cotton candy. That's pretty important to, to mention. But, uh, I, the episode ends with them talking about Rayleigh and being like, shit, with all these strong people out there, should we be worried about Rayleigh? Like, should we hurry to go find him? And Shaki's like, oh, don't worry. He's like a hundred times stronger than Luffy. <laughs> so I'm sure it'll be okay. And that's somehow a bigger cliffhanger <laughs> to end it on than, uh, she also just like quickly throws away that he's her husband. I don't even remember that. Yeah. She just like did a quick throw away line, said something like that. Neat. <laughs> well, yeah, this is not only are we introduced to all these scary people, we're going to have to see, uh, everyone fight. We also learned that the guy that they're going to go to is incredibly, ridiculously strong because he used to be a pirate. He used to be a pirate. I wonder if we'll uh, learn anything about his his pirating adventure. Who could say? Well, if there's anything I know, he'll probably, he'll see Luffy and he'll see the straw hat and he'll be like, hey, you're that boy Shanks wouldn't stop talking about this one time I met him. And I'll just be like, ah, oh, fuck. That's believable <laughs> if anyone fucking does that, though. it is uh yeah i look forward to uh our next episode where we 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 get into all this stuff um after we do our plugs i'll ask jory what they think is going to happen next time i save it after the plugs to maybe get people to listen to them but uh yeah there's there's a lot to look forward to i i tweeted this when i was watching these episodes but uh this next year the podcast is going to be real fucking good uh the the summit war saga is gonna be basically the next 12 episodes and it's gonna it's gonna kick ass which people who have seen the show already know 
but I'm I'm very stoked and locked in for all of Jory's takes for the next year. <laughs> but on that note, let's let's get into those plugs then, Jory. Where could people find you on the internet? Where could people find Manic Pixie Himbo? <laughs> I, I already checked to see if you changed your Twitter handle, and you did. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at No I'm Jory, where where you can see me tweet about stuff. I never, I'm always confused as to like how to plug my Twitter because I I use it less responsibly than a lot of people that I know who use Twitter and make podcasts. I have two other podcasts here in the network. One of them I'm not sure when I'll be able to get back to because my life is is a fuck and I'm busy. The Citizen Hank, King of the Hill, talking about it with with other people. Um, first season of the show, you can listen to me talk about it with friends. Joe's on a couple of them. Yeah, everything's up on there, and it's a fun listen. And then, uh, as as of the other day, finally uploaded a new episode of the wrestling podcast, Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast, because uh with me going back to school and working and cameron working and being a full-time student we're just really busy so we can't cover weekly wrestling anymore unless we it it kill us uh we want to have time to do other things that we enjoy too um so we're we're shifting the model to whenever we can upload and it's also going to be we're going to cover like wrestling like movies that are adjacent to wrestling and like TV shows and stuff like that. Uh, I think the first thing we're going to do is talk about Mickey Rourke's The Wrestler, which is, I haven't seen the movie, but it's one I've wanted to see since I've heard about it, which is like 12 years ago, because it won a bunch of awards, and I remember hearing about it, thinking it was a cool concept. So we're going to talk about that at some point. So find that here on the network. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, um, and other social media that I use. It's all the same handle uh, if I'm there. Um, what should I plug? I'll plug uh, I'll plug the stream that I'll be doing here soon. I'll make a couple other podcasts that you can also find on the same network as this, theorangeghost.com. But uh, you can also find me at a very specific time and day uh, at twitch.tv slash theorangegroves. Uh, March 7th. It's a Saturday like 10 a.m. Eastern time, uh, I'm going to be streaming with my good friend Andrew, friend of the show, previous guest Andrew, who is going to be playing Undertale for the very first time. Now, if you listen to this show, you know how much I love Undertale. You know that we've made jokes about it every time there was a skeleton on screen. And uh, our our buddy Andrew, uh, who was on the Stampede episode with me, who was on uh, a Patreon commentary with us and was also on Fighting Dreamers uh, this month, in the feed uh they've never played it so they're gonna do it uh on twitch for the first time and we're gonna be raising money for uh trans lifeline uh that's gonna be very cool and fun it's probably gonna be like most of that saturday i I don't think we'll have any issue beating it in in the day Uh, like probably less than 12 hours but we're gonna start like 10 a.m and uh probably have some guests joining us on discord call it's gonna be great that's again twitch.tv slash the orange groves You'll see me tweeting about it. You'll see Andrew tweeting about it. And uh, Orange Groves Net on Twitter will be sharing some more information about it as well. Uh, we're going to have some incentives where we give shit away. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. And yeah. You can follow this show on Twitter at WeAreWatchingOP. 
uh, where we tweet about the the new episodes or occasional shit posts. Kind of just depends on the day. Jory sometimes will tweet their One Piece feelings from it while they're watching. <laughs> and uh, you can also listen to uh, these podcast episodes a few days early and uh, also get our our movie commentaries uh, for the One Piece movies. Uh, if you go to uh, our our Patreon, patreon.com slash wearewatchingop, everything's at the dollar level. Uh, we we already did our commentary for February. It was the the Chopper movie. We spent a lot of it discussing why they made it with Frankie in it the way they did. But it was fun. It was a fun time that we uh, we did. And you can go listen to that and get these episodes early for a dollar and up. Uh, and our and our goal, if when we hit a uh, hundred dollars a month, we will be uh, producing two episodes of this a month somehow. Um, and uh yeah that'll be great to to make more progress through the show but uh thank you to our february patrons adam andrew chad clueless wanderer damian jay harkins cat another person named cat uh kyle lucas martin peter riley stella and steven those are the crystal gems thank you so much for supporting us it's a nice way to to show us how much you like the show and to, to support us directly making it helps us pay uh, an editor when we use it. We're recording it a little late this month, so I, I'm going to do it myself. Uh, but every other month we've been using it. It's it's helped a ton. So thank you. Um, another way you can help us is by reviewing us on iTunes. We never ask for that, but I'm doing it today. I think that's everything to plug, though. I think so. Which means jewelry. What do you think's gonna happen next time on One Piece? Well, I, uh, I, I think I think I have a I have a good prediction. Um, they're gonna they're gonna find find the Rayleigh guy. He's they're gonna be like, hey, can you put the goop on my boat? And he'll be like, sure, I can put the goop on your boat. And then all the other people are gonna barge and like, hey, we heard you got the goop for the boat, so we can get to the Fishman Island. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I only have enough goop to put on one boat, and then everyone's going to fight over the goop. Tournament art. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I guess we'll have to see how much of that's true and how much of it's bullshit uh, next time on We Are Watching One Piece. And until then, to be, to be continued. <laughs>